Are you a parent or guardian of a student with a disability and have questions about their transition to post-secondary schooling? It can be pretty scary, huh? Lucky for you, there are tons of resources out there. In this podcast, I'll outline the transition process, legal rights of students with disabilities, how to secure accommodations in post-secondary schooling, challenges students with disabilities face in college, and agencies available to help. First of all, according to the Ohio Operating Standards for Education of Children with Disabilities, the transition process begins at the first IEP, effective once the student turns 14, or sooner if the IEP team deems it necessary. The plan must be in effect before the student turns 16, according to IDEA. It is updated annually and must include independent living skills and appropriate measurable post-secondary goals based on transition assessments related to employment in a competitive environment. On the Center for Parent Information and Resources, the transition process is outlined. One of the IDEA's objectives included on this site states the purpose of transition planning is to prepare students to, quote, lead productive and independent adult lives to the maximum extent possible, end quote. To do so, the IDEA requires the student to be invited to all IEP meetings discussing their transition plan. Unfortunately, the services provided by IDEA are not available in college. However, in an article provided by the Office for Civil Rights, the regulations of Section 504 state a post-secondary school may not deny a student admission due to their disability, nor does a student have to inform the school of their disability. To receive accommodations outlined in the 504 plan, though, a student must present this information. The services provided by the 504 plan must continue to be enforced, but the adjustments required of the school to make are different than in high school. To secure these accommodations, it is important to reach out to the school's Section 504 Coordinator, also referred to as the ADA Coordinator or Disability Service Coordinator. They are the person in charge of ensuring the school is compliant with Section 504. They will have the most information for you about the particular school and services that will be provided. The school will most likely require documentation of your student's current disability and their need for academic adjustments. There may be additional paperwork to fill out provided on the school's website upon a visit or as requested through the disability coordinator. A post-secondary school is not required to lower or substantially modify their essential requirements for a course. However, some adjustments provided may include extended time on tests, recording devices, computers with screen readers, note takers, or sign language interpreters. The school is not required to provide services that are viewed as devices for studying or personal use. Students often face social, emotional, and academic challenges upon enrollment in post-secondary schooling. For example, Alice Schillensburg, a board-certified behavior analyst and an assistant director for the National Autism Center, stated that schools might be teaching soft skills, but students are still struggling to apply those skills to real-world situations. Therefore, students with disabilities find it difficult to be social and take part in group projects or activities. The statement also includes how schools focus on preparing students academically and may believe parents are educating their students on how to do the rest. Schellensburg also acknowledged that students are challenged with managing their time and staying organized, which affects their academic success. According to an article by Joseph Meadows, students tend to struggle emotionally to self-advocate because it has always been done for them in all previous school settings. OOD, or Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, is designed for students with disabilities to receive help developing skills to be successful after high school. Some of those services include career development activities and work experience, such as provided by the Employment First Agency. 
Another state agency is Ohio Higher Ed, which is through the Ohio Department of Education and provides a list of Ohio campuses organized by the type of college and their accessibility services. Ohio's Department of Jobs and Family Services is an additional agency that provides accessibility to employment opportunities and job training. The Ohio Coalition for the Education of Children with Disabilities is a nonprofit organization and provides services and other resources for students with disabilities preparing them for success in the workforce, community, or college. Another nonprofit organization is Assistive Technology Internet Modules, which allows families, individuals, and educators to learn about the resources available for assistive technology and how to attain it to better aid an individual's education according to their specific needs. I know this whole going to college thing is stressful and confusing, but the United States Department of Education reported in 2016 that approximately 11% of undergraduate students report that they have a disability, and they believe that number is actually much higher because of how many students don't report they have a disability. Your child is not alone. My biggest advice as a graduating senior is do not be afraid to ask for help. There are so many people and resources out there. Take advantage of them. Good luck, and I wish you and your child the very best in your search.